0: Hi, I'm Doug Weiss. And I'm Alvian Lyons. This is Love Life.
1: And this week on Love Life, we're taking on yet another really difficult topic. Uh, We talked the last two weeks about infidelity. Uh, This week, we're going in a somewhat different direction. We're going to talk about what really matters in life. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm going to turn to Alvian. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and put her on the spot for a change
1: and say, Albion, what really matters?
0: Wow. Well, I would say there are, in my life, there are three primary things and that I even raised my kids on in terms of sort of our core values. And every child who's ever visited our home, every person who's ever spent any real time with us, um, is very familiar with those three things. And for us, it's God, family, and education. Uh, God first, because you have to believe, just me personal, no judgment on anybody else and what they choose to believe or not. For me, you have to believe in something bigger than what you can see. We live in a time in our nation that there is so much going on, so much tumult, you know, a lot of, of pain discomfort, concerns, the list goes on and on. And if we were to exist only believing that this is as good as it ever gets, that is just depressing at a level that I could not exist in. So having the notion that there is something greater than all of this, that this is part of a a divine plan that gives the best of us the opportunity to be incredible and the worst of us the opportunity to see goodness and maybe that be a spark to create something new and beautiful and different i think is essential to our existence and our psychological and emotional health for me then when it comes to family family is everything When it is all said and done, whether it's the family you've created, because I consider my friends to be part of my family, I don't just mean your biological family. I have family of choice, I have family of love that are just as important to me as family that I share blood with. And to know that I have built those relationships and sustained those relationships and invested and given and taken and given more than I've taken, hopefully, that, there's a richness in that that really matters to me. And then finally, education. I think that we are the best of who we are when we're always looking for new ways in which we can grow as people, that we begin dying the minute we decide to stop growing. And education affords us the ability, both traditional and non-traditional, ways to expand our boundaries that make us more in our our buckets or pitchers of life that give us more to pour out to those who deserve to receive. So for me, it is God, family, and education, Douglas. Mm. How about you?
1: You know, I'm thinking about um, the great gift that we're given. When we come into this world, regardless of our circumstance, rich, poor, uh, talented in some particular way, uh, whether that's intelligence or music or spoken word, wh- whatever it may be, we are born with enormous potential and it's up to us to decide what we're going to do with that potential we can approach life in a very negative way and say uh, well, I here's what I don't have here's what I didn't get mm-hmm. or we can approach life and say look at these this bounty of gifts that I've been given all the possibilities that exist for me and and for me and I I'm not offering this up as necessarily a prescription for everyone, but for me. What really matters is trying to make the most of those gifts, not for any potential gain, but simply for an end unto itself, because I did nothing to earn them. I did nothing to justify them. Mm-hmm. They were just given to me. So if I have the capacity to, to write, I should write. If I have the capacity to sing, I should sing. If I have the capacity to love, I should love. Whatever my capacities are, whatever those gifts are that I've been given, then my job, my purpose in life, if you will—not what I do for a living, but my purpose in life—is to do those things as well as I possibly can, and not to be um, Pollyannish about this, but but quite literally. Um, to push myself as hard as I can to do the most with what I've got and and to be critical, not harshly critical, realistically critical when I let myself down, when I don't do the best I can with what I've been given. So for me, that's what I want to accomplish, which is... to use what those gifts are, to use those talents as as best I can. Um, there's a question here that's mm-hmm. buried underneath that, which is, how do you know what your gifts are? How do you find them?
0: How do you figure that out? Well, for me, I always tell people, because I, I get that question a lot, actually, um, <clears throat> focus on what makes you feel alive. Mm. Generally, the things that we are gifted to do are connected deeply to our respective passions. When do you feel most proud of yourself? When do you feel like the best version of yourself? Mm. Even when you find that in just little teeny glimmers, they're often very indicative, almost like crumbs on a path in the direction of what it is that you were created to do. For some of us, it just may be, I love it when I can just have a good conversation with someone that thing makes me feel alive. Well, most television hosts and radio hosts would tell you that it all began with some great conversation, and great conversation turned into a fabulous career, which turned into a clearer purpose, which turned into making a difference in this world in some way, that whether it's just about bringing a little bit of light and sunshine into somebody's world, whether it's about educating them on things that are often gone, unseen, unknown, Noticed, untalked about, whether it's about just, you know, teaching people how to do things that they didn't know how to do before. The fact is, all of that began with just genuinely enjoying the exchange with another human being, which may seem like nothing significant. But it is a wonderful crumb in the direction of what it is that you were designed to do. We were all created for a reason, none of us unnecessary. And our passions are often pointing to our purpose. Mm.
1: I I don't want to take this in a morbid turn, but there's a, a, a an expression um, that we begin dying the moment we're born. Mm-hmm. That our lives are finite, at least in this plane of existence. Right. And if we lived our lives with that, actually. Front and present in our minds that we have a finite duration here, and what do what's that legacy going to look like what what do we hope will have happened in this world as a result of our having lived? Mm-hmm. Then I think we would live our lives very differently i agree. I, I, I wish I could say I, I had always done that um, as I am approaching the last i hope third of my life, he said optimistically uh, <laughs> I, you know, I'm much more conscious of that than I was in my first third. Um, and I think that's true for most people. But when we live our lives with that kind of intentionality, when we live with that consciousness that our lives are finite, and um, not to foreshadow a, you know, a future topic, but when you've been through pain, mm-hmm. when you've lost someone, for example, when you know that life is short, mm-hmm. finite, Um, you tend to live differently. You Hmm. tend to live with that intentionality. Then I think it changes you in a very uh, fundamental way and and, and you start thinking about that legacy. You start thinking about that, not in terms of, of ego gratification, but what you hope to have accomplished with your time in this world.
0: I love that you said that because we used to call that living backwards. If you decide what you want, To be said in the celebration of your life, we'll call it that rather than a funeral, Mm -hmm. but the celebration of your existence. If you figure out who you want to be there, what you want people to say, if you want to ensure that people don't have to lie to be (laughs) on that Mm -hmm. day to say great things about you, how would you need to live today for those things to be said about you on day? that day and if we live backwards from that place with the wisdom of the end at the beginning you are absolutely right we would live very different kinds of lives i used to tease all the time i want them to have to shut the whole city down when i leave this earth because i have loved so hard Mm. and so big that it matters that i'm gone it means that i have to do a good job In my relationships each day, right now.
1: Well, we're trying to practice our gifts and sharing with you. And we hope that you'll share with us by writing to us. And you can do that by sending an email to alvian at lovelife.digital.
0: Or you can send an email to doug at lovelife.digital.
1: And on behalf of Alvin and myself and Barbara Hamley, Lee, our producer, and Todd Washburn, our recording engineer, the Love Life family, we want to thank you for listening to us. And we hope that you'll, you'll listen to us next week when we uh, will be talking about another one of these, <laughs> <laughs> oh, trivial topics. So <laughs> we've enjoyed being with you and we look forward to, uh, to being with you again next week. Until then. Bye. Oh. <laughs>